Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be chasing versus being chased. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who basically spent the last three years with his ex-girlfriend. And it wasn't until his recent breakup with her and starting to follow my work that he realized that he did most of the chasing. He even tried one of those text your ex back type of programs and he completely changed the way he approaches dating and relationships and so he shares some experiences that he had with his ex-girlfriend and also shares a success of how he was able once he made a mindset change to completely change his focus and he had a really great experience at a wedding so it's a great success story especially because I know a lot of people have found my work because a breakup ended and they're really stinging from that and this guy goes through a really difficult situation and then just completely changes the way he looks at things and it has an immediate impact on his personal life because I've said this before the best medicine for a breakup and women know this instinctively that's why women seem to like literally within days or weeks of a breakup already have a new dude in their life because there's usually a lot of male orbiters around, especially with the beautiful women, guys that are just friends supposedly. And then a breakup happens and then they start spending time with these friends in a friendly way and it just kind of evolves into something more. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, the more your interests, hobbies, goals, values, and intentions are aligned with potential lovers, friends, clients, and coworkers." The more your relationships and interactions with them will be easy, effortless, fulfilling, synchronistic, and enjoyable. Therefore, we must remain ever vigilant that we see people for who they really are, pay more attention to their actions versus their words, and to make sure we are not projecting our fantasy of what we want them to be while ignoring the fact that they don't even come close to the reality of our fantasy. Way too many people try to make the best of bad situations and relationships or worse, force things with people who simply have no mutual interest or vibrational alignment with their own true nature and desires. Making too much effort with little to no reciprocation is a sign that the other person is less invested and therefore less interested in you or what you have to offer. It's like too many of us get focused on what we want or the, a specific person that we want instead of focusing on being awesome. And then we ignore the fact that the other person's not reciprocating, not really making much of an effort. And, and in some cases, you can get the other person to go along with it, but you're always putting more effort into it than the other person. I did that a lot when I was younger, and as I got older, you start to realize that even with the friendships I had, I, I did that a lot when I was young. With I had friends that I made most of the effort to hang out with them. But there were other friends that came along in my life that they were just as eager to hang out and enthusiastic to hang out. They called me, I called them. It was, it was a mutual effort. They made me feel wanted. They made me want to be there. It was the same thing when it came to women and dating. Some women really made the effort. To make you feel like they wanted you there. They were eager to make plans. They made definite plans. They expected you to show up when they made definite plans. They wouldn't make definite plans and not show up. And then when you call them and you're there at the venue and you're like, hey, where are you at? I'm here. 
they go, oh, well, you didn't confirm. Well, when somebody says something like that, think about it. If they're really excited about seeing you and they're unsure whether you got plans or not, they're going to reach out and go, hey, are we still on for tonight? And if they don't, they really won't give a fuck and they'll just blow you off and they'll use the excuse, oh, well, you never called me to confirm. Because if you'd have called to confirm, what they would have done is given you some excuse why they couldn't make it in the first place. Look at what people do, not what they say. So he says, hi, Corey. The name's Bob. Not really. I used to do dating coaching myself and I've come across your stuff recently and wish I had found it sooner. I was single for three years looking for the right girl. I recently broke up with her and it seems to be for the very reasons you mentioned. From the start, she said she didn't want a relationship and after six weeks, I told her I was falling for her. Same kind of shit you see in the movies all the time. Guy starts to act like a pussy and vomit his feelings and she goes, oh, that's so cute. Okay, let's run off and get married. You watch movies from 40, 50 years ago and it's the exact opposite. The women would do that and the guys would kind of be indifferent, unsure, not really looking to settle down, trying to put it off as long as they can. She said she didn't want that and I broke up with her then and there. She got back in contact and we negotiated on being exclusive and to see where we were, where we were at in six months as she was planning to leave for Australia. So right away, he's focused on locking her down to a commitment instead of just hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. During that time, she tested me a lot, and from your book, I realized I was passing her tests. I was also having great dates, having fun, and hooking up. It was always different. I was always choosing the place, and I was starting to be introduced to her friends. Her friends told me she had never done this in three years of knowing her. However, I was also failing. I was chasing a lot initiating conversation and talking a lot via phone. I noted that she was dropping off in interest and the sex was going from 14 times a week with loads of orgasms to a similar amount of sex and less orgasms or even her not being able to get wet. Well, that's when you can really tell if she's into it. I also now realize that from the start, she was trying to get me to put on the brakes. She was saying word for word your quotes of warnings and without the knowledge of your work, I struggled to see it until about two to three months in. I thought this is how you act <clears throat> when in love. I realized that I was doing what I was doing from watching an episode of Frasier. I was also going through a rough time in life. I noticed that my passion for work dropped and I almost walked away from it. My dad was in and out of a hospital, died twice in the operating table had two cancer, scare, two cancer scares, a shit birthday, I moved to a new city, three friends had mental breakdowns, one committed suicide, and then I had this girl on top of it. So you can tell he was in a pressure cooker of life. He's struggling with the girl he's dating, his dad's having health problems, not knowing whether he's going to be around or not. He's got a friend actually taking his own life, not liking his job. So he's not really focused on his person purpose and mission he's not really completely centered and having a woman in the mix who's kind of jerking you around just makes things even more difficult to deal with he says i think there were other aspects to her personality that needed addressing she did not like hugs from her friends she hated anything romantic and had never put photos up 
of any boyfriend or guy on Facebook. I told her that I loved her after three to four months. Alcohol plus needy behavior equals a bad idea. <laughs> she later called it the most destructive sentence. He got all mushy on her. She's even telling you the things that you're doing to turn her off. She's trying to help you at that point. But obviously it wasn't getting through. I could possibly think that this might be her saying I had not met someone to make me want to be romantically involved. And I could also imagine that she wanted to find herself. She, wasn't in a re- she was in a relationship between the ages of 17 and 27. Notice all the rationalization. Oh, she's got to find herself, this, that. It was just really, she just wasn't that into you at that point. Especially when she goes from having multiple orgasms and being dripping wet all the time to hardly having orgasms and being dry. When a woman's dry, she just ain't into it. She wanted us to go on holiday somewhere neither of us had been. We negotiated and I came to the conclusion we should go to Venice and Milan. But we broke up the the day we got back. Stupidly, I decided to take action and went on one of those texting your girlfriend back programs, which in essence is still pursuing. It's in a more subtle form, but at the end of the day, you're still pursuing. Somebody dumps you and blows you off, and yet you keep, in essence, groveling and running after them. That's what those text your ex back programs are all about. And most of the time, they don't fucking work. Because in essence, what the guy is doing is he's just dialing it down a little bit. He's still pursuing and chasing too much, but he's not pursuing and chasing as much as he once was. But at the end of the day, he's still pursuing. Think about it. If you're a catch and you're awesome and somebody just ditches you and tosses you aside like you're nothing, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. And by valuing yourself, you're like, fuck this. I'll, I'll replace you. I won't put up with this shit. If you're not going to make the fucking effort, I love you. It sucks that you feel that way and you're not going to make the effort, but I'm not going to twist your arm. I don't want to be with anybody that I have to twist their arm or talk them into it or hope that they're in a different headspace later on down the line. If you can't recognize how fucking awesome I am, well, I'm just going to keep circulating and looking until I find somebody who does recognize that. That's a superior mindset to come from. That's what an alpha male does. He's not going to sit around and play second fiddle to nobody. He's not going to sit around and wait on somebody to make up their mind. Life is short. And it's all about fulfilling your own needs, wants, and desires. Instead of sitting around waiting on someone to give you the gift of their time, what about the gift of your time? What about standing up for yourself and what you want? I gave myself a month without contact. Yeah, a lot of those Texture X things, they go, no contact for 30 days and then you start pursuing again. I gave myself a month without contact and then started the texting, getting positive and flirty response. And this is exactly what you typically see most of the time when guys do this. He said it, he started texting her. He's getting positive and flirty responses. We even bumped into each other in the hospital, flirted outrageously. I even called her on checking out my ass. All, all positive responses. He's thinking, hey, it looks good. She seems to like me. So notice what happens next. After four weeks, four fucking weeks of this, four weeks of being frustrated, four weeks of wanting to see her, four weeks of wanting to spend time with her, he says, I read your material and realized I was pretty much groveling for her attention, although it was positive in her response. Yeah, you're stroking her ego. And so she knows that you're sitting around waiting on her 
to possibly give you a second chance. That's not what James Bond would be doing. James Bond would be on to the next girl. He wouldn't be waiting around in this bullshit. I can see – and plus you're stroking her ego. And women like when guys give them attention. This is helping her get over the breakup. She knows she can have you anytime. She knows she can go back to you. But she's the one that ended it. It has to be her idea to rekindle things and get back together. She has to go, oh, I made a mistake. But instead, she's like, oh, I know I can go back to him. I want to find a, a guy who really makes me feel something for him. I could see she was being resistant, not initiating, and I think losing interest. So overall, even though he's pursuing and he's doing what the texture expect thing says, the interest is going down. It's not going anywhere. You're making it easy for her to get over you is all you're really doing. So I manned up, texted, then phoned her and said, we've been talking for four weeks, laughing, teasing, and having fun. I'd like us to meet up for a fun date and see where it goes. Four weeks. She shot it down. And so keep in mind, this is two months after the breakup. Two months after the breakup, he finally tries to set a date. She shoots it down, saying she could meet for a drink if I wanted, but she thought she had made the right decision. So this guy spent two months of his life thinking he's making progress by doing something, what I call the illusion of action. And she's like, eh, you know, we can meet for a drink if you want, but, you know, I made the right decision by dumping your ass. Two months of your life. I phoned and this was interesting. I said, I had changed, grown, and realized I had made mistakes. Please like me. Please give me – I've changed. I'm different. The bottom line is she ain't feeling it. You didn't give her any time and space away from you to wonder and to feel, oh, God, this guy's gone from my life forever. Then she jumped on that and said that I hadn't changed, which surprised me. It doesn't surprise me at all. Because overall, you're still chasing, you're still pursuing, you're still groveling, you're still acting weak, which is the, the, everything that you did prior to that. But I wanted us to have a go at this and what we had was special. It was special to you but obviously not to her. She repeated what she texted and I said, well, if you change your mind, get in contact. And she said the same. She really didn't give a fuck one way or another. Ever since then, I've been reading your stuff. I have been dating over this two-month period. I went to a wedding yesterday and picked up two of the hottest girls in the wedding and one even sent me a text the following day. The first girl I met tested me all night and I was passing. Even got her to my room but didn't go further than making out. Just amazing stuff. I even threw her a cheesy line which she jumped on and I wouldn't back down and called her on her testing which she loved. Thanks for setting us on a straight path with a clear purpose and understanding communication in the male and female roles. I feel your social dynamics are amazing and it put me on the next level. I know you say that you should move on and I have lots of fun and attractive women around me but I also have to say that when I lost, I wish I had found your material and understood what the fuck I was doing. I would have stopped it straight away. Many thanks. I will be sending a big donation when I am rich. Well, I appreciate donations no matter how big or how small they are. And if you want to donate, go to my website, click the donate button at the bottom, send whatever you want. Send a recurring one. It's up to you. So like I said, I mean, guy goes through a difficult time. He obviously wants his ex back. Even though he's still meeting new girls and dating new girls, he's still thinking about her. And that's why you need to keep circulating and never invest any effort. And you notice that you stopped all the effort and your girl just let you go. 
She didn't care. You made it easy for her to get over you. That's why you never chase, you never pursue somebody when they dump you. Going, oh, I went no contact for 30 days. No contact is not the fucking magic pill. Just because you go no contact for a period of time doesn't cause a woman to fall in love with you and want to be with you again. No contact, in essence, is basically saying, hey, I don't like the terms that you're offering me. They don't work. I'm not interested. But if you change your mind, get in touch. And then you never look back. Never means never. It doesn't mean after 30 days you go and you start chasing again because there's just another guy, another example of another dude who did exactly that and it got him fucking nowhere except pissed away two months of his life that he could have been dating other women. And plus there's also the chance that she might have come back after the fact. But since he kept pursuing and kept groveling, it got him nowhere and he may never hear from her again. That's how you learn. Those are painful experiences. But at the end of the day, what happened happened and it couldn't have happened any other way. Because now look at him. He's doing great. And it's just a matter of time before you meet somebody that he feels the same way about that he did his ex. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session with yours truly. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.